0: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all
1: of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hey
2: everybody, this is the One Hour Photo Podcast by
3: Studio C41.
1: (laughs) I like that. I I didn't know I didn't you were kind of pointing everywhere. I don't know who was gonna talk. (laughs) I was hoping everybody. I was like, hoping to get both of y'all at the same time. At the same time. time but, yeah. 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 We're not coordinating enough for that. Steven, yeah. fail. So, oh. <laughs> I've never claimed to be a coordinated man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've actually been pretty vocal about the fact that I'm not. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so, welcome back, Jordana. Thanks. How was vacation?
3: It was really fun. It was uh relaxing and very. Very chill, vac- the vacation side of it, and then the work side of it was was fun.
1: Do you feel <laughs> so, more metropolitan and, and worldly?
3: I, I, do. <laughs> I do, in fact. Oh,
1: wow, all right then. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm.
2: Super, no, super sophisticated.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> at the beginning, you're always like, what am I doing? I don't belong here. Mm. So like in big cities, um, especially New York, you know. Mm. But I've been there s- several times now, and I'm like, I can do this, I can do this. But then I get there, and I'm like, what the heck! <laughs> yeah. I like freaked out. My Uber driver was like, I don't know, I was supposed to be somewhere at like three, and then it was like, you're gonna get there at like three o five, and I was like, that's cool. And then it was like, now you're gonna get there at three forty five.
0: I was like,
3: excuse me, what just happened? Yeah, <laughs> I was like freaking out. Um, but yeah, because then everyone was like, don't take the subway on the weekend because it's like all off because the F train goes on the A train track. Anyways, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So. But anyway, I survived, and um, I need to pack lighter. Is what I've learned. <laughs> oh my god,
2: that was the worst so thing. Many. When I went to New York City, the hardest thing was deciding the gear I wanted to take. Like yeah. I, I was freaking out when it was just the Canonet and then my vlogging stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I need to have more stuff. <laughs> Um. Yeah, dude, but I, then
3: you don't because it's crazy. Yeah, but I in.
2: always have
1: to check a bag because I have one mm. rolling suitcase that's just full of camera stuff. Yeah, yeah
3: exactly. Yeah. Also, I mean, not just gear, like clothes. Like, what do you wear? Yeah. I have no idea. I wear these shoes and then immediate blisters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <no>. gosh, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny. So I just recently got a Pentax 6.7. And so I went to Nova Scotia with that camera for the yeah. first time. And uh, I got stopped every single time by TSA for that camera, and like one of them, like the they they were super nice and very apologetic at uh, the Canadian TSA. Well, of course, we're sorry, we're gonna have to swab this camera. I'm like, swab it. I I mean, okay, sure. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just like, (laughs) is there something on it that I that showed up in the machine that I need to be worried about? Because I know there are some lenses out there that can put out radioactive footprints did you hear about that oh yeah, the, yeah mostly
1: yeah. like the there's are certain areas of the uh yeah. the 105 like the 2.4 that yeah. actually have like
2: yellow the yellow because of the radioactivity yeah in there. exactly mm-hmm. so um I, I was just like I'm am I gonna be in trouble mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
3: I mean in reality it's just
1: because it's a big freaking camera yeah, mm-hmm. it's huge. yeah
3: yeah apparently also like Boston doesn't see a lot of film like Atlanta here really? you know they're like cool with it, they're like, yeah, yeah, I would take it, like swap it, give it back. In Boston, they were like, open this, open this, like um, like Polaroid packs, like, um, it, like, or my just, dis- I brought a disposable camera, open the foil, like, open everything, open the actual Polaroid camera. He wouldn't touch it. I was like, you remember Polaroids? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, he was like, you know, like, he was older than me. Yeah. And I was like, it opens like this. And then the film goes here, but I can't open <laughs> it. <was> like,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. It's, he's it's, like, I was like,
3: cannot touch it and do this. It was yeah. It's crazy.
1: such a, uh, it's such a crap shoot because yeah. last year when I was coming back from Canada, I had bought some of the, uh, more of the Canada 150 Instax film.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: And they made me open up all the package, like all the really? foil of that when I was coming <sighs> back. And one time I had one person who made me open all the foil on my 120 film. Dang. Um, But then other times they've been like, oh, this it's basically done and swapped by the time I'm putting my shoes on. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly.
3: That's how it is in Atlanta. But I mean,
1: even in like, you know, last time Calgary, it was super quick. Everybody was really nice about it. You know, Mm -hmm. so just. I think it depends who
2: you get, the time of day. And, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, and it's funny. So we were trying to figure out topics to talk right before this thing. I think it would be a kind of cool conversation right now to talk about traveling with film. What do you guys think? Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Okay. I mean, non-existent <laughs> show notes be darned. <laughs> <laughs> so we're being agile. So All right, my, cool. Okay, so um, I actually posted it because I think I got triggered on a Facebook post and everything. Wait, and- you get triggered by the internet? Occasionally, oh. especially with the hypersensitive photographer guys. After doing an interview with them, like I'm super sensitive now. Like I think it kind of rubs off of them. Um, so, so you're saying I shouldn't give you as hard a time tonight? Probably.
0: All right. We'll not. See. We'll, we'll see what happens.
2: <laughs> so, but no, I I saw a post. And people were like, oh, you need to get a lead line bag and all that stuff. I was like, no, Mm -hmm. don't suggest that. That's like a horrible idea. And then that's when I went over to uh, Instagram and made that post um, saying, just put it in a clear Ziploc bag so that it's easily accessible. Mm -hmm. Like I personally, I'm not terrified of getting it, you know, going through the machinery and anything along those lines. But. You know, people like, oh, well, you can get a handshake. You can, you can. Just be like, when you get to TSA, it's like all about like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's you need to know what you're doing. Don't go in with your, you know, deer in headlights, Mm -hmm. you know, and then pulling the film out of the bag. Like you need to have all that stuff ready to make the experience a lot better in communicating with the TSA agent. And people
3: will like comply. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, be nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, the, the, this, you know, dealing with angry and annoying travelers and stuff like that, you know, the, showing one little bit of kindness to those agents is yeah. enough. Oh, yeah. like,
1: they are people doing yeah. a job too, that most of the time people are unhappy to see them about. So
3: mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Yeah, so. that's what I did. And I try to, you know, like flag them down, like when I'm like two people back or whatever, just mm-hmm. kind of get their attention and be like, hey, I need a hand check. Um, because I still was a little bit like worried just because I had like client film, you know, that I didn't. Yeah, yeah. that's so I a was good like, point. Um, yeah, people are paying me for this. I might as well just. And, you know, I was shooting mostly like portrait 800, too. So just, and I hear yeah, the higher sensitivities. Yeah. yeah. So. um, So, yeah. And at first I was like, oh, this guy the The first TSA guy in Boston, he just was in like a bad mood, and he kept like like yelling at everyone to be like, "Get a separate bin for your laptops, or like whatever." And, like, mm. and I was like, "Um, excuse me," and he just like here, and like he just like took it. But then a different guy like actually checked it out, so it was it was all good, I guess. I don't know if they're like required to I suppose they could say no but like I've never had anyone say yeah
1: I've never had anyone the person who made me unwrap all of my 120 film she gave me a really hard time about it like Mm. she was very very much having a bad day Mm. and she was like apparently like you know cussing me out and everything like i wasn't there yet but my amanda my wife she was already like through there i'm like by the film and yeah. it, the woman <laughs> didn't realize that that was my wife oh, and man. so amanda was like you know she's like i'm so she's like thank you so much you know she was very nice about it but the mm-hmm. you know person didn't realize she was you know <laughs> <laughs> on them. but uh yeah. yeah i mean i'm the same way with you i'm like very i just um. am overly cautious when it comes to my film and stuff in general and especially like client work or even personal stuff i've now in in the last what five years like probably gone like a dozen times or more through like airport security with film Mm -hmm. and yeah it's been so the exception has been it being a hard time most of the time people are very very cool about it very understanding had some great conversations with some tsa agents about film yeah Yeah. um and yeah it's like you said just like being ready like i think the first time i was like so like i had my film in my bags i was like standing there holding it like all the way almost through the whole line and being like who i i need this check by hand she's like oh (laughs) you just go ask that guy it's like i need to go ask that guy like and then finally now i'm like no, like, it's when you're putting your bag on the thing and yeah. your shoe's up there, you just, excuse me, sir, I need a hand check for this. You know, yeah. just very, yeah, very polite about yeah. it. Long very, long. yeah, I mean, just showing kindness to somebody goes a long way. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. The so
3: one thing, like, you also should try not to forget is, because I almost forgot to, um, but, like, the, the film that's in your cameras, which mostly I didn't have, except for the Polaroid, because you can't, you know, Take it out in the middle, right. so yeah. I hand it over the actual camera too, and the film, yeah. the other thing, So
2: yeah, when I travel,
1: normally my cameras are empty. I try to yeah. empty them out. There'll yeah. be maybe once in a while I'll have like a shot or two left in a Polaroid. Yeah, at that point I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I just let it go through. Really? Um, yeah. even though that like the the Polaroid original stuff is more sensitive, mm, way right. more sensitive That's to it. But um, I did have one time where I left that SX70 in my bag and. They made me. They wanted me to take it out, and they were like, "It's a tablet or something." I'm like, "No, it's a polaroid camera." And I'm like, "Can I open it?" And they just folded it out. Oh, okay, fine, go ahead. Nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. but so it, it all just depends on the person. Yeah. Um, like I said, you are if if push comes to shove, and you have to put your stuff through an X ray. Yeah. Um, you're probably gonna be fine, but it's cumulative. The more times then, yeah. it goes through. So like if you were doing like because you went from like New York to Boston and like back. So Mm -hmm. what like through security like four times Mm -hmm. or something like the same batch of film going through four times through an x-ray. You would absolutely even on like slower speed film, you'd start to see some effects and like that banding going across. Yeah, I
3: thought about just like waiting until I get there and then buying the film there you know so that's like an option but i just like i already have this i don't want (laughs) to spend more money when i don't have to but yeah but you know if you ever needed to or you're worried and you're like i for sure or like if you go to europe i hear that europe is more like um tricky about it so maybe like of course it's probably more expensive but maybe waiting till you get there to buy some film yeah
1: but i mean the thing is if you're coming from the u.s to europe then you're dealing with the TSA here for the first part of it. You're not that's like going through security <laughs> again when you get there. Uh, that's true, Maybe you believe So if you did want to if be... you live s- in
3: Europe, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> or if
1: you wanted to find a lab to get it developed while you're there, but then you have to take home like the
2: developed roles. You have to... Uh, yeah. So, no, that's a great point that you brought up that uh, I actually considered. So when I was up in Nova Scotia, I found a photo lab that was up there and um, they had one roll of Pro 160 NS. Oh, nice. So I was like, yes. When are you guys getting more of this stuff? I don't know. It's Fuji film <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> in, back in May when I was in Calgary,
1: the cameras, they were just, I think had just had a run on their 120 film anyway. So yeah. they didn't have a lot in stock. Yeah. So I'm going to be back there next week and uh, I will
2: definitely check out and see if they have any. Yes, please. Because that film, I actually have come to enjoy that film a lot. Uh, so. Um, but anyway, so I I went over to the lab and asked them, you know, hey, do you guys process? Yeah, we process. OK, well, cool. What's the turnaround time? And they're like a week. And I was like, I understand. Not realistic for me. And yeah. I, was like, oh, right, I mean, fine. honestly, I, I would
1: be nervous. I think I would even be more nervous about having rolls of film that are developed and then like getting scratched or like bent. Like that would be the thing I'd be more worried about is working with
3: someone you don't trust. Oh yeah, that too. But even
1: just like traveling, like with like, uh, where am I going to put these roles? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Or just have it shipped home or something like that. Yeah.
2: Um, but Canadian
1: Canadian shipping is expensive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It could get lost in the mail, which is always my,
3: why do we shoot film again guys?
1: (laughs) it's awesome. It's (laughs) worth all of the headache and pain it Mm -hmm. is. But yeah, there's just, you know, it's
3: a lot to think about. Yeah.
1: I mean, Mm -hmm. that's also why I'm like super, particular about like are super nervous when it comes to ever having to mail anything off yeah Yeah. to a lab like somewhere like dr5 that is the only place that does a particular process yeah
2: tracking baby dude (laughs)
1: you are not kidding man i'm like hitting that
2: getting all of the alerts from usps like every time yeah so but but um yeah. yeah, I guess the only thing that we didn't really touch on as far as the traveling with film is do not put it in your checked luggage. Yes. And well, yeah. and then
1: also the reason, yeah, like well, you said, the checked luggage, super intense x rays on that. And then yeah. the lead line bags. Um, yeah, why not? They will just um, turn up the intensity in the x ray to see through them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that basically just does more harm than good. You'd be yeah. better off just putting it in your camera bag and letting it get X-rayed normally.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, anything else we didn't touch on? With traveling with film? Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, geez, I'm trying to think. There's some things as far as, I mean, it's not exclusive to traveling, but just like going into different climates and conditions yeah. and kind of being aware of like, you know, I mean, geez, even like... Uh, Right now, and it's starting to get soupy in uh in Atlanta again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like just that, like letting your equipment climatize. Yeah. Before you like pull it out of oh my gosh, going from air conditioning. Yeah. yeah. Even an air conditioned car out to like yeah. you know, the uh muggy humid
2: nastiness. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess one other thing I guess is uh generally I keep two Ziploc baggies with mm-hmm. me. One for the unexposed film, and then one for the exposed films. Just, a, just an organization. Thing oh yeah, for me. I'll do that yeah. too. Just because I usually travel with way too much film,
1: yeah. so I'll have like two whole unexposed bags of film. And by the time like the trip's over, I've switched one to being the exposed mm-hmm. and one the mm-hmm. yeah, whatever's left.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm always scared because like in the Pentax that I use now, it's like auto, you know, auto advance, auto rewind, yeah. and it. Mm-hmm. But it leaves the.
2: A little bit, the tail oh, leaves the, the leader the out, yeah. Oh,
0: so shoot. it looks
3: just like a fresh roll, the exact same amount of like, yeah. yeah. So I am just like paranoid now that I'm either gonna double expose something or mm-hmm. I'm going to like just develop an unexpected. So I'm sharpening it, yeah. like it's not a bad
1: idea. Everything. I mean, it just helps you organize stuff too, yeah. But exactly, when in doubt, you could always just roll that back into it, yeah. I think there's That's also true.
2: something that Michael kind of showed me. Was like if you pull it out a little bit, if you see some abrasions on on the film, then most likely it's been exposed.
1: Yeah, but it's not necessarily. It really depends on the camera. Yeah, Um hmm. I wouldn't say that that's something to
2: count on. Mm.
1: But like marking it for sure is yeah, a good way to I go. Agree. But <laughs> keeping yeah, the sharpie probably handy. a setting you can
2: actually adjust on the camera to yeah. rewind it all the way. Okay. Yeah, but at the same time, when I'm processing the film here for people and then i open it up and it's like that little bit left out I'm like oh thank you
0: <laughs> yeah but i think
1: we've talked about this before man that that little bit of a leader tongue sticking out still is like doubt yeah. it's like has this actually been shot yeah is this gonna yeah. be a blank roll? Yeah. <laughs> i would rather have to take the extra few seconds to pull the, the leader tongue back out yeah plus that you know just using the automatic leader retriever here is just that manual cathunk of it is yeah. so gratifying for it me it is i agree just cuz i'm a nerd for that
2: i'm a nerd about. for when that when it catches the film <laughs> yeah. when
1: it catches. yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i mean that's just like, takes gotcha. me that's my my f- <laughs> first collab experience man just working in a drive through store just staying in there just loading film into a c41 all day
3: <laughs> i need to figure out what you guys are talking about you we'll, have to we'll show, show me
0: yeah yeah, we'll right here. After.
1: yeah. so um, okay. if you, if you saw the Instagram live earlier. Oh, that's right.
3: I Were you did. On? I, yeah, yeah. It was I, at the as very soon beginning. It, okay. Cause as soon as it said it's live, I clicked on it and then, but I was like, am I in the middle of it? It just said it's going live.
2: Oh uh, yeah. I think it does like a,
1: like a, five yeah. there's little a little broadcast. bit of a delay. Yeah. If there, if you had put some kind of interesting filter on it, it wouldn't have. <laughs> cat ear filter cat ears made you a unicorn something just (laughs) something to get people involved Yeah, (laughs) something to get the kids interested again
0: that's so funny
1: (laughs) oh good grief yeah I don't think there's anything else that would off the top of my head traveling with film yeah because you're Um, getting ready to travel to Canada yeah I'm going back up uh I guess, geez, a week from now. We're recording this on Wednesday, so Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm flying back up for a proposal again, which is going to be a lot of fun. Getting up super early to get out to uh, Mountain Lake and uh, be there near sunrise and then hanging out for a while too and then also putting together a uh, because I'm just going to be there for a little under a week, so I thought it'd be fun to try to do a kind of like a styled elopement wedding shoot in the city. Oh, cool. Yeah, which should be fun. It's actually all coming together pretty well. Nice. Um, but it has been, it has been a process, to say the least. Yeah. As far as just trying to like, you know, get in touch with people, line up stuff with like mm. a florist was one of the hardest things I found, of somebody who like this far into the year actually still had like budget for collaborations because they yeah. have that's a tangible cost for them. And but yeah, I mean. Even in a place I have like a network of people already in Calgary, mm-hmm. it was really hard to get that to get like a male model to be the groom. Mm-hmm. I had to like mm-hmm. ask a couple of friends to be like, "Do you know anybody who'd be up for this?" Yeah. And,
3: How many vendors are involved with the shoot?
1: Um, jeez, right now, let's see, we got a hairstylist, makeup artist, florist, bridal boutique, um, like a men's wear boutique and then like the two models so um, i may try to get somebody else but i didn't want to do like you know a cake or anything because i wanted mm-hmm. it to be like kind of more low-key yeah and that it's like you know it could be a couple who's like eloping and hanging out in the city and there's a lot of really yeah. cool spots in uh, in downtown calgary i wanted to shoot at cool but, and that's kind of, I honestly, I would love to do more of those style of weddings anyway. Yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely. That definitely help to have a, that uh, in your portfolio. Yeah, the, I think
1: so. Sure. It'd be fun.
3: I'm excited to see those images, though. I mean, did you figure out, like, some of the ideas we were talking about? Yeah. Like, I feel bad that I, like, just didn't come up with that. No, Dude, you were enough. you were very helpful because, <laughs> I
1: mean... uh uh, she was, uh, I was bouncing off ideas being like, Hey, I suck at styling. Um, <laughs> when it comes down to it, yeah, most of the time when I've done like photos for uh, even just collaborations with a model or like you know, taking your photo, it's yeah. been like, Um, I don't know, just you know, wear whatever you want, that's fine, we'll go do it at this place
3: i'm always like tell me what you want yeah you actually
1: challenged me on it which is good instead of just my you know yeah. oh, i'll be fine we'll figure it out and like yeah let's do that yeah um you are awesome at stylizing or like yeah, a theme to very the much yeah. so I, but like yeah. yeah so some of the things we're actually trying to do like if it works out like doing like kind of like a boulder like this like uh not bright blue, but like a bold blue suit for the guy cool. and like have some really nice pops of color and like the flowers oh, cool. and stuff.
3: Well, that's and exciting. Yeah.
1: I think it'll be fun. Um, okay. nothing else, you know, be excused to hang out with some fun people and hopefully do a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully not get rained on. So
2: we have one day to do it or snowed on. Can you get still have snow?
0: Man? Dude. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. There's really? forecast for maybe not so much in the city, but you never know up there, man. Oh um, my gosh. there's definitely been snow in the mountains. Um, that's, like, we're looking for this proposal. Um, We kind of have the guy who's proposing. We have it set up that it's basically, like, a contingency of a couple of days in case of rain or uh. maybe snow. <laughs> and there's, wow. for that the lake we're doing it at, there's a potential for snow, like, oh sometime God. this week. That's
2: oh ridiculous. Gosh.
1: Yeah.
3: And it's, like, all surprise. Like, oh, yeah.
1: Just yeah. Right. She, he's taking his girlfriend up there on this trip, and she doesn't know that he's going to be proposing and oh yeah. that's awesome oh it's going to be I so hate, much fun
2: to be honest with you like that's really cool <laughs> i hate those types of shoots dude i love proposal shoots they I are awesome i can't arrestful. handle the pressure so oh, yeah
3: thank you. i've never done one thank but you. i would be
1: ugh. Uh, i mean it's like luckily i mean for me this is essentially i want to say the exact same because it's different people and everything but it's really similar to the one i did up there last year Cool. And so that was really good for me. I mean, as far as like, I know the location very well, can mm. kind of talk through with him. Like, you know, there's no cell signal at this lake too. So it's kind of, oh. yeah. And if you get there after a certain time in the morning, they close the road because the parking lot gets full. So I'm like,
0: Yeah, being like,
1: all right, man, you need to be there. We're gonna be there by 6:30 a.m. I'm gonna be waiting by this trailhead, kind of, kind of flag you down. I'm gonna go ahead, and we just gotta like thought out pretty well.
3: No cell service too to be like to text them and be like, hey, I'm I'm in the bushes, I'm ready. like, oh, that no, 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 thank you. That (laughs) that
2: sounds which it's very helpful
1: for like knowing the location ahead of time that I can tell him like, no, there's not gonna be once you get on that road a couple miles. Phone just drops. So he's
3: never been there.
1: No, he's never been there.
3: Okay. Well that's great that you have them. Yeah.
1: I mean it's worked out really well. Like I've sent him like even like Google Earth and maps photos of like, I'm gonna be standing right here. This is the trail we're going to. These are the photos I've taken there. You know, this is so yeah. yeah. And then we're doing like an engagement session for them afterwards, uh, too. Yeah. which will be uh, it'll be a lot of fun.
3: Do you know what they look like? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard horror
3: stories of people like photographing the wrong, the wrong proposal. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That I'm
1: very adamant about. Like, no, you give me photos. Yeah. Like, even like I did one a few months ago at uh the Brave Stadium here. Oh, cool. And it was the um the uh, I was working with like the. I guess the groom to be now and but also his mom was helping coordinate things too Mm because they had a whole family come in from like four hours away in Alabama to be there for it that's cool um but yeah they sent me photos of the two of them we were like you know yeah I always want to know exactly the more details or something like that the better yeah like you're gonna be at this spot at this time this is what's gonna happen you know
3: especially at a stadium it could be so many people yeah, like that are just like
1: <laughs> that one was outside but they had like this drum line and like this whole kind of like dance
2: party oh, yeah. thing I going on yeah
1: it was crazy fun but it was just like if I had not planned out all that stuff I would have been like who? wait oh no he's down on a knee that's the guy <laughs> yeah oh, <my> yeah. <laughs> when it's something like that all of the details but yeah. I
3: think also having the right gear like I feel like you would need like like a 200 lens or something it so you could be hidden
1: totally depends so yeah. like yeah. For for that one and actually for this one at the lake too I'm shooting like on a 35 millimeter lens Wait, well, interesting
3: uh, how can you hide well,
1: so
2: close so <laughs> with camouflage yeah. or like ghillie yeah. suit yeah yeah, yeah exactly
1: <laughs> so that's the nice thing about like so there's definitely been other ones like in, in a park here where I've like been like way back with a long lens mm-hmm. shooting yeah Um, but for stuff like this at the baseball game I just blend right in. There's oh, so many yeah. people. i um, yeah. take people with cameras, phones, whatever, taking pictures of this drum line stuff going on. So I just yeah, use I that can. environment. And same thing with yeah. this lake. Like last time I was there, I went around a corner and there were like three dudes set up with DSLRs and tripods standing right there. Nice. Oh nice. So it actually kind of works for and this is sure can look be like,
3: look at this mountain. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so
1: anybody anybody who's wanting to like shoot a proposal or something like at a very well-trafficked spot at a scenic location, like, this is, I'll just pull back the curtain right now. I mean, like, the the strategy is, is, like, I get there before they do, and I'm s- mm. kind of staking out the spot I want them to propose at. Yeah. So I'm there waiting, taking pictures of the lake, you know, um, mm-hmm. right, doing the natural thing, and then making sure that no one else gets into that spot where I'm standing. Yeah. Until uh. I see them, then they're coming down the trail, and then that's when I kind of move back a little bit. And there's mm-hmm. one location I can kind of like move uphill. There's a bench. I'm just kinda like messing with my stuff, but I'm still just taking photos of the lake.
3: Yeah. yeah. And nice. it's
1: also this like
2: incredible scenery. They're not really paying attention to me. Yeah. I've had uh so the One that I did, and this is kind of like the reason why I don't like those types of scenarios. Okay, yeah. This sounds like a good story. So, I mean, you know, the setup was nice. I did, you know, kind of. What part did the guard dogs come into play? (laughs) No, actually, there were no guard dogs. But um, he turned his back towards me. Oh, yeah. And I freaked out. And, like, I started. We were on a. The problem was is that he was on a bridge. Yeah. So. You know, there's two ends to the bridge. And so I saw him walking and I was like, okay, he's walking towards me. I'm getting the pictures of them walking towards me and everything like that. And they're talking. I'm like, okay, these are going to be great. And then he turns away from me and then her face like turned like I was trying to get her reaction and all that stuff. And it just did not work out. Like all I saw was hair and oh, then hands going like this and the, as for those people are listening, <laughs> her car covering her mouth, you know, yeah, and, that kind a of like aghast, like right. kind of, you know, and that yeah. was not the angle that I was hoping to get. And mm. then like, they weren't in real out reality. They were not happy with the pictures. Fair enough. And so I, I said, you know what? I totally understand. It was on a bridge. Um, it's
3: not you know? totally your fault, though. I mean, yeah. I mean like... <laughs> it, and,
2: and that's why, like, as a photographer, working in a studio and all that kind of stuff, I want that control, right? Sure. I want to control every aspect of the shoot and everything like that. And that type of scenario was, like, you have no control just, of the situation. Yeah, and it's like, even if like you...
3: It. I'm told them, you know, where you're going to be, and it would make sense the way he was going to kneel, you know, and people yeah. just don't listen or yeah, if they're, like, yeah. in the moment. Or, like, I mean, it's, it's in the moment.
1: If you're there, like shooting in somewhere like a park yeah. um you or the mountains especially the weather changes in an instant exactly so yeah. it, it could be like we're literally going to be calling it the night before at like midnight i'm going to be texting with the guy yeah. to say like mm-hmm. the weather's looking okay for the next morning or yeah. we're gonna have to wait you know yeah. and it could change like in the midst of him like getting down on one knee the lighting could change entirely right yeah
3: definitely
0: yeah
3: or it could start raining and they like duck under a bush and then that's romantic and then they just do it there and then you're yeah. like where are they yeah. <laughs> yeah it sounds stressful but it seems like you've got to yeah, it yeah i think it's,
1: it's gonna be fun yeah. it's uh i'm looking forward to it and like i don't know yeah just the whole it's like a two-hour drive from calgary so i get up super early and you know Grab my Tim Hortons and you yes. know head out. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a good time. Cool, cool. Um, what was I gonna say? Traveling shoots. Dude, yes. All right. So you, uh, Tradana were doing this trip to Boston and New York. It mm-hmm. was for like just, you know, a fun trip, but also you were setting up some shoots while you were there. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanna get your pick your brain about like the whole process of trying to connect with people in a whole different city, a whole different market and like collaborate with somebody that, you know, where you don't even necessarily know where you might be shooting and yeah. lots and lots of Craigslist. <laughs> I'm
3: just kidding. No, no. I mean, yeah, it's mostly through Instagram. Like a lot of my connections have been, Um, but I will say like location stuff is always really difficult yeah. um, in a different place. I mean, it's honestly, that's like probably, The hardest thing for me, even in Atlanta, is like finding locations that I like or whatever. I'm not a big like scouter. Like I don't just like go wander like you do. Like just like look around town. I do. I should, but like I just like don't think about it until I'm like, and also the way I, you know, prevision my shots, I'm like, this is what I want. And then I'm like, this doesn't exist. (laughs) So that can be a little disappointing. But yeah, for um the collaboration I did in Boston actually was pretty cool. I got connected with this model through um joseph calvo who oh, like, used nice. to live yeah, here calvo,
1: dude, yeah. joseph's yeah. the freaking best he's dude. such a nice guy yeah, yeah. and
3: such an amazing photographer i can't even look at his stuff i get too jealous yeah just like seriously. stop stop being so good <laughs> like yeah. you just like freeze right now <laughs> and then um, also
1: he's like an amazing chef i'm just a, putting a, that he, out there and an he like chef. works
3: full time yeah. like 40 hours a week at like, like as a regular a, job as a
1: graphic designer, which yeah. he's fantastic at that but, but yeah if also you ever like, at- how
3: do you have time to do all this amazing stuff
1: and he does them well i know He's so, yeah.
3: like, i built this set and i did all this painting like, and friend, i cooked for everyone i know his
1: brother paul <laughs> and we always talk about like i have no idea how he does this he yeah. just is he
3: must never sleep but yeah um But yeah, he was actually like, hey, I know this model boy just like have been friends on Instagram. They have never met though. But he's like, she's in Boston. Like, why don't I connect you guys? And I was like, that would be awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And she was really super sweet. Um, And I was asking her about like locations and stuff. And she was like, Honestly, I've always wanted to do a hotel shoot. And I was like, well, great. I am staying at a hotel. (laughs) Why don't you just like come over? And I was like, I'm staying at the Liberty. And she's like, oh, that's actually a really cool hotel. And I was like, good.
0: (laughs) I've never been there before. (laughs) Um,
3: But it was really cool. It's very, um, it's kind of like a dark um, decor, which is something Mm. that I don't normally shoot. Mm. But um, it's a hotel that used to be a jail Back in the day, interesting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. um, we could have even done more with that whole like jail aspect, but we didn't want it to be like too because they had like literally bars on the windows on some of them. Oh, but, wow. um, Gosh. we didn't photograph that part, but um, <laughs> but it did have this kind of like darkness about it, um, which was kind of cool though. A lot of like leather and like you know, navy and just colors like that. Yeah. Uh, she brought some really beautiful, um, like silk dress just like simple, just like super simple mm-hmm. clothing. I mean, and yeah, she did her own hair and makeup. We didn't make it a production. I wasn't like really prepared to, to do <laughs> like a big like style shoot like you're uh gonna do. But um I don't
1: know if I'm prepared for it, but I'm doing it. No, <laughs> so,
3: I mean you're yeah. right though. It's really hard. I, I did actually connect with a makeup artist up there as well just through Instagram. I mean I was just constantly posting beforehand that I was gonna be there. Yeah. And I had a bunch of random people from Boston reach out to me like, Oh, like we're looking for someone in Boston to do this. And I'm, and I'd have to be like, Oh, but I'm actually not like from Boston. I'm just like, I'll just be there for a a little while. But, um, but they were like, Oh, well, yeah, well next time you're in town or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I was like hashtag Boston photographer. I feel like it's like kind of what, uh, how I got like a lot of people inquiring or whatever. Um, but yeah, the makeup artist that that could have been cool, but it the timing didn't work out exactly. But um yeah, I just kept it simple, really. Yeah, okay. So, um so that was the easiest thing t- to do there. Um and then in New York, I did more um my clients um but yeah, they just found me through Instagram too. Honestly, I'm really I'm not even like great at social media, but <laughs> I think, I've just been trying to just post more and just i've just been hashtagging like those cities you know so i mean it worked out i wish i could have gotten even more gigs up there but um but it's uh, like also nice to like have some like downtime and like sure yeah um just like vacation but um uh, oh but like going back to location so like for my client shoots i did um i booked spaces on PeerSpace. peer space do you space. guys know about that no, no. <laughs> Jinx. Yeah.
1: wow we can do the yeah, unison that's thing funny. <laughs>
3: um yeah actually i can't remember i, I heard about it not that long ago because you know a lot of photographers do like airbnb and they yeah. like try to shoot mm-hmm. but people are catching on to that like homeowners mm-hmm. or whatever and they're like oh like i can charge you more if you're gonna like shoot here yeah. or they're just straight up to say no which is really frustrating um because it's like I'm not doing any harm. <laughs> like, I don't know what, you know, they're just yeah. kind of, I think getting wise to it and realizing that they can make money at this. Yeah. So Airbnb hasn't been the best luck, but peer space is actually just like Airbnb, but for shoots cool. for um, like photo shoots or like uh, filming, you know, for movies or um, right. videos. So, and they, so they do it by the hour instead of by the night and you don't, you know, you don't spend the night and uh, some of them are like actual, like, photography studios that just you know get extra income that way mm-hmm. uh, but some of them are just like people's homes um or like people that have like cool decorations a lot of times people will also book them for like uh co-working spaces for okay. a few hours if you want to yeah, cool. work in an office you know or like whatever like there's a lot of different uses for it but it works out really well for photo shoots if you guys ever need um a space i'd recommend checking it out as p e e r okay space. yeah um, that's awesome. I've never heard of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's a first.
3: Definitely. I mean, they have an app and everything it works just like Airbnb. Um, so the one thing you do have to be careful for is it'll tell you the hourly rate. And then once you you have to click like continue to book or something, then you'll see the fees. And that yeah. is always mm. like, uh But um Peer Space's fee is pretty low. It's actually just like I don't know, like 10 bucks or 15 bucks. It's not that bad. But sometimes the um the owner of the space will tack on a cleaning fee and sometimes it was like it was like at more than the hourly rate Wow, which is kind of crazy so um but not every place has it and so the place yeah. i ended up booking didn't have a cleaning fee but then i even messaged them about it s- separately because i think in their text they said something about it but it wasn't attached to it and they said well if you have like a lot of glitter or like, crazy, like oh, but, sure. but then they would charge um, you, but then they were like, it's like a $500 cleaning fee. So. I mean, if it's a lot of glitter, it <laughs> should be,
1: it should be, <laughs> it should be way more than $500 fee.
3: <laughs> or like water or like crazy things like sure. that. But they were really cool to work with. Um, and obviously, you know, we just, came and did our little two-hour shoot and left and, and nothing you know that's the thing like i feel like they it would be nice if they assessed it on a case-by-case basis but i you know i suppose if you were getting a ton of bookings you can just be like no it's 150 bucks for a cleaning fee you know what yeah. i mean but yeah. um but anyway yeah so just like be aware of that if you go to to book but otherwise we found a really cool spot so
2: very cool, cool. what's it called again yeah. just some
3: peer space
2: peer space like cool.
3: we're peers. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, um, but yeah, so it, it was like a natural light studio. Some of them also come with equipment. Cool. Which is it's,
1: really... Yeah, nice. especially beautiful. if you're traveling. If you're traveling, for sure. yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: You have like all your like strobes. You've got like all the modifiers. So this one had modifiers, although we just shot... Uh, it had like two strobes and like three modifiers, although we just shot the natural light. So it was really beautiful light. It was in Queens. Never been to Queens before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Um, but, yeah, they were very cool, and it was super easy. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it for locations. That's
2: awesome. Yeah. I wonder if I could put the blanket for it into Peer Space. <laughs> I,
3: don't I don't know, know if man. anyone would want to shoot yeah. here. Uh, I'm you not seen? sure
1: if you would want the kind of clientele that they would attract.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. It's... Uh, mm. No, but that's a good point too. Like if um you know if somebody uses this as a studio more, or if anyone yeah, like has yeah. they could a space listed, that, listed, yeah. and then you can rent it out hourly. Even if you're if you rent it, you know by the month. Or yeah, something.
1: I did some um idea. I did some photos for a uh, artist who she was wanting to. I mean, this was like five six years ago, but wanting to like mm-hmm. l- start renting out her loft space for like filming and stuff. Yeah, but I. I have no idea where she actually listed it. So I gotcha. Yeah. Knowing now that there's something like that.
3: Yeah. It's, and there's a lot in, in Atlanta, there's a lot in, in bigger cities for sure. So yeah, I'm also still like looking for a space here.
2: Yeah. I remember you were bringing that up.
3: Yeah. If anyone knows of it, hit me up.
2: (laughs) Cool. Um. Oh, shoot. There was
1: one space. I don't know where it is. I'll have to look it up. Somebody posted about something they were, like, getting out of a space. Okay. That. But there were, like, two other people who still shared it, but they were looking to yeah. have mm-hmm. somebody yeah, take over their worse. their lease.
3: Yeah. Well, let me know if you yeah. figure that out.
1: <laughs> um. Before I forget, I was going to say um the connections, though, that you, like, have made, like, with people, even, like, the makeup artists you didn't end up working with. Yeah. Like, the makeup artists I'm using now for this shoot I was in touch with her like in 2016. So like three years ago about a shoot that I did up there. And like, Mm -hmm. she ended up not working with her timeline and I used somebody else, but we stayed in touch. Cool. And you know, she was always like, if you come back up, you do anything else, I would love to work with you. And yeah, I just, gave her a shot and she was the first person to jump on it
3: that's awesome
1: and it's like helped connecting some other things and stuff too so
3: yeah i mean i think it just is like like i've made connections in atlanta it just will take more work when you can't meet people face to face you know just like but really putting yourself out there to to network in different cities and What I really just need to do for myself is just get organized because I have made a lot of connections and I need to be like, where is this person located? What do they do? And then like have their contact info just, you know, like a spreadsheet so that I can access it. But yeah, there are a lot of people that I've been able to connect with and haven't been able to work with yet. So um, it's it's nice to have like that community.
2: For sure. Well, that's cool, guys. Uh, Well, uh, it's good to know about the uh, peer space, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, networking is huge. Uh, I haven't done any collaborative works out of state or anything along those lines, but that's some good resources to have. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think we're ready to move into the photo news? Question mark? What is news? What news? (laughs) Stuff has been happening, News? (laughs) Photo news? Film photo news? Is it newsworthy? I think so uh like Acro's coming back. Yes. Dang it. Give me something <laughs> to throw.
1: I am super How about excited. A high five. All right, fine. Yeah. Wait, wait, get it get 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 it.
0: Yeah. No, that
1: wasn't we can do better. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, now you're gonna Did have to like. Did you hear like,
0: that?
1: I don't know. You might be able to get that. Well, dub it in afterwards. You need the good. <laughs> this needs to be. Uh, I don't know. I might play O Canada or something like that. That's fine. I don't know why <laughs> don't that's know. there, exactly. but it, it's it's coming out of Japan. But I if if you do, I'll I'll stand at attention. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, freaking Akros, man, I love this film. I was super sad when it was discontinued, and. Yeah. There has been nothing outside of that initial announcement last month from Fuji, Japan, but yeah. I am cautiously optimistic, and so much so that I am dipping into my stash for this trip to you, uh, up to you, Calgary and Banff next week. Yeah.
3: When was it even discontinued? I feel like not that long ago. <laughs> the am I be- crazy? Beginning of this year, wasn't it? No, it, it was, was
2: beginning. Th- uh, so they announced it March of 2018. Oh, and and that's right. It it depleted- that it was coming
3: back? Or that it was discontinued. Discontinued yeah. okay. in
2: March of twenty eighteen. Because yeah. that's the, that it was going the month to be, that everybody kind of that it was going to be discontinued. Right. Yeah. Mm. And then it was discontinued. Uh the stocks depleted like around October of twenty
3: eighteen. So that's really not that long ago no, though. I mean, no, they like just bring just... it right back.
2: So what's interesting about this announcement is that they've reformulated it to being a um uh Acros one hundred and then so mm-hmm. now what they said in the press release is that it is uh reformulated because of uh um access to raw materials that yeah. were no longer available to Acros. So people were like, "Oh, I thought it was because uh uh the film resurgence, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's an article that recently came out that just said from the Japan Times saying that, you know, film photography is making a comeback amongst Japan's youth. Mm-hmm. So what is, you know, what is Fuji Films really like? Can they really blame it on raw materials? Maybe, you know, but I, whatever. It's coming back. Uh, yeah. I mean, it'll there's the interesting There's the how. whole
1: theory that, you know, they stopped making it years ago and were just going through this, uh, whatever stock was there. Right. And so they are having to basically start a whole new film production line for right.
2: it. Yeah. And I, I feel like. You know, uh, I hate to bring it back up, but like the whole film freezer theory thing where yeah. the film was in defreeze. I don't know. I feel like they stocked up on the raw materials for a very long time and they just ran out, right? Dude, I and, mean, it's something that happened to Polaroid
1: yeah. um, before, you know, when in 2009, when they stopped production, yeah. they, uh, if you ever watch that, I don't know if we talked about it before, yeah, but that yeah. Time Zero, yep. the last year of Polaroid, they talk about people who worked there about like, they didn't expect the film to still be sales to be as robust so mm-hmm. they were like they were they made all this raw material for it before they shuttered all the machines and being like okay this will last us another 10 years or however mm-hmm. long but the instant film demand didn't slow down it actually mm-hmm. picked up and so yeah. they ran out of it way quicker than they thought yeah i think that may be Maybe the case with Fuji. I mean, who knows? We'll never know. They'll never, that'll never
0: (laughs) see the light of day.
2: As I said to one of our uh, listeners, I said, you get better answers from a magic eight ball than an an answer from when it comes (laughs) to questions asking about Fujifilm.
1: Dude, right? I mean, like the, and the funny thing is too, we have like, no knock against them. They put out some good content and repost other people's work and stuff, but like the Fuji Pro Film website and, and Instagram account that it's here, they don't, haven't acknowledged anything that Agros is going to be coming back mm. or you know they're Weird. so yeah it's just it's strange um but there hasn't been any announcement outside of the initial one in Japan um mm. so my hope is that it comes when it comes back it gets into the rest of the world pretty quick too
2: yeah so i think they're moving pretty quickly on it so
1: i uh, i hope so man i mean yeah. um i it's either way it's the first time that fuji has announced bringing back or introducing a new film in like a decade. So
2: woohoo. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, What else has been going on in the photo news?
1: I mean there might have been, was there anything with filmography going on lately or (laughs) that? maybe I don't know. So anyway other than that, um, Super Sense uh, the one instant if every time I post something I am giddy Because it is looking (laughs) so promising and so, so nice on the peel apart results. And I cannot wait to get my hands on some of that. And I still need to shoot. I haven't shot any of the peel apart film that's been sitting in Mm -hmm. my fridge since we talked last. So I need to do something with that because that's a pile that's going to be in my baby's room. And it's going to have to get moved. So That's cool. Um... Yeah, I'm trying
2: to think what else. Instant film too, uh, New Fifty Five. Yeah, the New Fifty Five. I'm actually really excited about that because there's going to be it's a 400
1: speed. Yes, and it is looking very, very promising. Like some of the biggest issues with the original New Fifty Five was the consistency and the um, spreading of the emulsion or of the the chemistry and the development. The test images they've put out look very, very promising. Yeah. And I'm excited to see they talked about a new, basically, a, a new organization of a company coming out to sell and produce it. And mm. um, you can, I think you're taking, you can take orders right now already for the 400 speed, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think so. Wow. It's just not cheap. It's like something like 20 bucks a shot. Yeah. Like,
0: mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah uh negative supply so um their kickstarter uh got funded they in like 200% or anything yeah, i think 200% right. they're only like a week into it i think which is great
1: man i yeah. mean it's uh, it's it's expensive but it looks like a very well thought
2: out um process for
1: scanning with the camera
2: yeah um i've talked to uh the guys that are running it over there they're um uh, going to send us a demo unit um and awesome we're going to compare it against the v850 yeah i mean we shouldn't even compare it against the frontier i i agree so i think we need to do a bit of a video and youtube video and um and i think we can do it very cheaply um you know the good old canon rebel t2i or maybe a 50d uh Uh, uh, actually do you have
1: a 50d still
2: I can get a hold of one. I mean,
1: I, I have a 50D. Do you home. really?
2: Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So, well, yeah, We can totally do that. They're like a, in...
1: a crop frame DSLR that yeah. you can get for a couple hundred bucks these days. So. Yeah. Uh, and a uh, good old 60
2: millimeter I've, macro lens. I mean, I I've
1: got the 100 two eight macro lens. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the more expensive one, but it'll do the job. It does the job really well. I've yeah. done that myself at home Yeah. with just a light table and a negative carrier from a scanner.
2: Yeah. Well, I guess my goal will be to keep it within a price range that is mm. cheaper than a V850. So, like, the 50D you can get used mm-hmm. really cheap. You can get, like, the 60 millimeter macro lens for, like, I want to say it's, like, 50, 60 bucks on KEH camera. Really? Yeah, it's cheap. The older one. The, but it's still in a EOS mount? Yeah. No way. Yeah. So, what? um, so you can get, like, that kind of setup for, like, 300 bucks. Plus, you know, the 299 for this, you're already cheaper than what you can get with a V850. Something to think about, because I know okay. a lot of people were complaining about how expensive this unit is and everything. I kind of want to try to challenge that and see what can we get better than a V850 for, for the cheaper same than price a V850. point.
1: Okay.
2: Uh-huh. I
3: mean, is it safe to assume, too, that most, most film photographers probably have a digital they could use? Yeah. You know, I mean, you're like no,
0: <laughs> maybe.
1: I mean, there are some people who are very purist, purist. But even so, like, I mean, yeah, I, I think. I don't know. The, it's
3: not
2: for everybody. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I totally understand like people have their own workflows and stuff like
1: that. And. Yeah. I mean, it's for the person who doesn't, who loves shooting film because they don't have to do any of that stuff. Right. They can just hand it off to a lab and then be mm-hmm. done with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely not for them. Yeah. But for the person who like, I think about even in, um, in Canada, uh, like I've been talking to friends in Calgary and the problem they have with shooting film is just the lack of labs. Um, You have, like, one in Vancouver and a couple in Toronto, and most of the time it's either try to send it to them or send it to the states, and then shipping becomes so expensive. Yeah. So, you have a place like that, you could develop it at home with C41 chemistry, like the CineStill stuff. Yeah. And you could scan it in yourself and get, like, good, consistent results in a place where you don't have
2: access to a lab. Yeah. Cool. So... Well, that will be our goal for the next, uh, I don't know, YouTube video coming down the line. And, um, so kind of excited about doing that. So, but, uh, I think that's it on the photo news right now. Uh, so, uh... Can't really think of anything else uh, other than <laughs> other than to remember to bring your laptop charger. Oh, you
1: sure Jerk! <laughs> sure.
0: so. I was like, yeah, we're not going to talk about it.
1: Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about it. Oh, so
0: mean. Uh, rude, rude. I'm, oh,
1: sorry. We'll I'm sorry. Wrap
2: I, it
3: up, everyone. Uh,
2: I, I forgot my battery, my charger for my laptop, and right now at this moment of this recording, I'm sitting at four percent. Oh wow, this is a dangerous game. All right, so I'm sorry, jerk.
1: All right, so. Shoot
0: Shoot some film, film, dang dang it! it. Bye. Dang it. (laughs) Dang it.
2: All right, and that's it. All right, here we go. here we go! Is <laughs> totally, that what you're thinking? Uh, here we go! Amazing!
0: <laughs>
1: That's fantastic! Oh <laughs> man! Please introduce the podcast like that. I'll get. I will go find you a red like cap.
0: <laughs> or
3: green. Or green. Just don't forget about. It. I mean, mm, yeah. No, I'm not gonna. Out. I'm
1: not gonna marginalize Luigi. What like society has done.
3: There's this super depressing comic about Luigi just, like, always in his brother's shadow. Yeah,
2: yeah. Have I seen I it?
3: A, oh, God. I just the robot
2: crap. chicken one of Mario Kart is amazing. Oh, dude, that's so rough. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoon City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that will totally be in the outtakes at the end of this episode. Okay, cool. Okay. All right.